and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, Strange Things in New Zealand. Now, I found this article from mz.co.nz. The website's called RNZ New Zealand. And the title of the article is UFOs, Mysterious Creatures, Seven Strange Things That Happened in 2019. And the front page of this article, there's a picture of a man's hand. And in that hand, he has four little bitty creatures. And they look almost like they could be a cross between a mouse and a bat. I mean, these things are tiny, maybe a half inch long, quarter inch long. And the tails are as long as a body. Looks like they've got four little protrusions, not quite big enough to be feet sticking out. They're really odd looking. It says, an Auckland man and experts have been left baffled after his mother discovered alien-like looking creatures on her kitchen floor. On 6 February, the New Zealand Herald reported that an Auckland man was baffled after his mother discovered alien-like looking creatures on her kitchen floor. The man, Tim Clerk, shared a video of the weird creatures to Facebook, asking people if they knew what they were. One person responded that it could be miniature bats. Another said it could be mutant mice, but Clerk thought it was something more alien-like. However, insect expert Eric Edwards said it was possible the unknown specimens could be rat-tailed maggots, but wasn't entirely sure. The mysterious creatures still have not been identified, and so the debate continues. And I did a little bit of looking around on this one from some other sources, and uh, one university uh, said possibly this was a, the dismembered uh, parts of a moth native to that area. But what really caught me about this was just how incurious academia is when it comes to this sort of things. You would have thought that with, with all of the insect specialists they have in New Zealand, maybe someone would have taken a notion to actually do some sort of... Uh, scientific research on these things to find out what they were. They could do a DNA or something. But it's almost like when these strange creatures are found, and this isn't the first time, it's as if it's as if the people in academia, or the authorities, if you will, really have no interest in finding out what these things are. They just chalk it up as an anomaly and move along. This goes back again to controlling the narrative. Now, the second uh, item that came up here is listed under a UFO sighting. It says, In March, a bizarre UFO sighting at West Auckland Beach left a couple terrified. Once again, this is in New Zealand. A person was at Karake Beach on the 31st of March when they saw strange lights in the sky, News Hub reported. The person posted to Reddit, We were on the beach, my boyfriend and I, and saw two bright orange-red lights far on the end of the beach. In a matter of seconds... One of the lights started moving at full speed in a straight line, no more than 200 meters above the water until directly in front of us. So this thing is about 650 feet, 600 feet above the water, and it's moving toward them. The person said after two minutes, the strange object moved away, but then they spotted five more objects surrounding them at the beach. They fled and then posted to social media to ask if anyone else had had a similar, similar experience that day. Some said it could have been Chinese lanterns. Oh boy, here we go again. The infamous Chinese lanterns. Because we all know that if you take a Chinese lantern, which is basically just a paper sack with a uh, candle suspended above it, 
those things frequently move at 40, 50 mile an hour and dart back and forth and stay suspended and, and demonstrate controlled movement. You know, I could go the rest of my life without having to hear that a UFO sighting was a Chinese lantern. But I digress. Some said it could have been Chinese lanterns or meteorolog meteorological equipment, but others believed it was evidence of something unexplainable, News Hub reported. Well, we know this. These orb-type sightings are something that has been reported over and over and over again as UFO phenomena. I mean, across, across the world. Sometimes they... Uh, they just said they're suspended. Sometimes they seem to be controlled. And sometimes they are associated with what we see here, which is basically aggressive behavior. These people are at the beach. They see this orb off in the distance. It's about 600 foot above the water. It comes flying up toward them and stops. They look around. Suddenly they're surrounded by these orbs. What are they supposed to think? Those don't sound like uh, a Chinese lantern, which is would be drifting across... Uh, through the atmosphere. These sound like some sort of uh, controlled phenomena, whatever what, whatever it is. Number three, they a loud rumble in the south. Many people in the South Island were baffled by a loud rumble on the 16th of May. Hundreds of Facebook users looked to the Dunedin News Facebook page to figure out what the sound was. The noise was reportedly heard along much of the Otago coastline and inland as far as Outram, Middlemarch, Farmerstown, and even Queenstown, the Otega Daily Times reported. A Dunedin resident told the Herald it sounded like a cannon firing on Anzac Day and also thought it was an earthquake, but there was no shake. The next day, Met Service confirmed there was a lightning strike off the coast of Otago, which could have been the likely cause of the loud rumbling noise. Met Service communications meteorologist Lisa Murray said it was probably just what's called a squat thunderstorm where the cold air from the land was warmed quite a lot by the sea air. Well, we frequently hear these sort of weather explanations when people uh, report these uh, ominous um, cannon sounds or booming sounds. And this was going on a couple years ago in the States where you would hear these loud uh, sky booms. And to say simply that this is probably a lightning strike, uh, in my opinion, minimizes what these people are hearing. But once again, you see people report something that's extremely unusual, and what they get from the authorities is the authorities simply want to minimize uh, what the people heard and more or less just give them a child version or a child's explanation without doing any kind of investigative work whatsoever. Number four, again from New Zealand. An Auckland resident reported hearing a mythical creature making alien-like noises outside her Mount Albert, property, Mount Albert property on the 24th of June. The resident posted a video to Facebook of a spine-chilling noise that could be heard in her garden, News Hub reported. While some commentators were horrified, 
Others thought it could just be a possum. News Hub reported that a spokesperson from the Department of, Cons- of Conservation confirmed the alien-like noise was a possum. Definitely a possum. They normally make this sound when they've met another one. Well, here you go again. Somebody's able to definitively define what the noise is simply by listening to it and doing zero investigation. Now, personally, I haven't listened to this particular recording, but it would be nice to get a little more uh, of a scientific analysis of it than a conservation officer simply saying, well, this is a possum. Number five, big flaming ball. Big flaming ball thought to be a meteorite sighted over Auckland. A woman in Auckland reported witnessing a big flaming ball shooting over the city on the 23rd of July. Jamie Creighton said she witnessed what she believed to be a meteorite over Albany and north of Auckland. In North Auckland, I have never seen anything like it. I thought, oh, a shooting star, but it was massive and I could hear the whir sound, she told the New Zealand Herald. It then disappeared completely. I actually thought I was going crazy. She was not the only one. Star Dome, Star Dome Observatory in Auckland confirmed that it had received several reports of the sighting. Reports suggest it was unusually low in the sky, which is certainly possible if it was taking longer to burn out, a spokesman told the Herald. Well, here you go again. We have something that could be anything from space junk to a meteorite um, to a uh, legitimate UFO report, but the extent of the investigation is that somebody saw something. Number six, meteor sighting. On September 9th, a Pekakariki man reported spotting a meteor off the Kapiti coast, which was likely a meteor that was spotted over Nelson. Gary Wheaton told Stuff it was like a streak of light screaming across the sky. He initially thought it was a flare from a boat, but realized it was far too high. Police confirmed they were called about what appeared to be a boat flare, but said it was more likely it was a meteor, Stuff reported. Residents in Nelson City and in the small town of Wakefield also reported seeing a meteor with an orange tail blaze a path eastward across the region. Duncan Steele of the Center for Space Science Technology in Alexandra said the meteor seen would have been enough to light up the night sky if it happened later, and it would be referred to by the technical term fireball. He told Stuff that the meteor could have been a natural meteorite, but said it was also very likely, given the direction it was traveling, for it to have been a piece of space junk. Number 7. Strange Banks In the Bay of Plenty on October 11th, residents posted to a number of Taranga Facebook pages reporting that loud, sudden bangs were keeping them awake. They complained of hearing the noise as late as 11 p.m. and as early as 5 a.m., the Bay of Plenty Times reported. One person said it sounded like a firecracker, while another said his dog would not come out from under the deck as the noise echoed in the area. The Western Bay of Plenty Council said it had received multiple calls. In compliance and monitoring manager Allison Curtis said the noise was just the annual orchard 
bird scares and was nothing for people to be frightened of. Curtis told the Bay of Plenty it was a useful tool for orchardists to scare birds off the buds or kiwi fruit orchards. From mid-August to mid-October is the time when orchardists use bird scares frequently as that is the budding time on their orchards, she said. Well, if we go back and look, here it says the noise happened as late as 11 p.m. and as early as 5 a.m. And you would hope that the people had been living there long enough. Now, what what they're talking about is most of these... Uh, most of these think the noise that they're using to scare these birds with, they, they do this in a lot of places with uh, the farmers use this. And they're probably like an LP gas, and it builds up in there, and then it ignites, and it creates this loud booming sound to scare the birds out of the orchards. But you would think that the people that live there all these years would have been accustomed to this. So you have to wonder if that's what they heard or not. And another thing is most of these... Most of these uh, farmers when they use these things they're on a timer so they're going to go off like every so many minutes or every so many seconds so when they say that it's sudden loud bangs it seems a little bit less likely that it could actually be an agricultural source for this but once again with with a lot of these things somebody will report something that with these with these sky booms this is this has happened in the u.s a lot somebody will report something and it happens and then the newspaper will go to a local city council or a local zoning and ordinance person. They'll cite one source that, that attempts to explain it away, and then that's just considered um, the answer to what people's hearing. You see this over and over again in any of these UFO reporting uh, sites or, or any, of these, any of these unexplained noise uh, accounts. Now, with the Internet, it's gotten a lot better because people can actually post to Facebook or wherever when they experience this sort of stuff, and then it gives everybody else a chance to research it and see what's actually going on. But I found this article interesting because this is just in New Zealand, you know, a, a place where the population is not, not that huge, and they're experiencing the same kind of phenomena, the same kind of uh, unusual stuff that's going on all across the planet. But the difference is, is that even though they're in this remote part of the world, they're still able to report what they see. And we, and we can compare that to what's going on in our corner of the world. And that's what's, that's what's so important as we each do our own uh, UFO investigation. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.